Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, this is a special episode, as the next three will be in particular, because we are leading up to episode 100, which I am calling the Clarity Series, which is kind of fun for me because I got to play around with what three topics to lead us into episode 100 will really be useful in the areas of getting clarity in a really, really actually useful, tangible way. So with no further ado, this episode is around echo chambers. And if you want to learn, you need to look beyond your echo chamber. And the reason for this is because I am a big fan of self-sufficiency, right? I run my own business. I, I work in executive management. I, there is a lot that I get to do and I have always valued my own sense of self-sufficiency and independence. However, when it comes to our learning, I have learned and fortunately not too much in a hard way for me, but I have learned that there are times when self-sufficiency is really good in the, t- in, in the area of learning and growth and personal development, because those are the times where we spend integrating those are the times where we spend, you know, showing ourselves that our wisdom really comes from within and that we are fully capable. That's when we get to show ourselves that we are fully capable. However, the risk is when we don't notice when, we don't pay attention to when it is useful to look outside of our own little sphere. And by that, I mean, when we have our own ideas, our own awareness, our own knowledge, just swirling around for an extended period, there is going to be a point where that stops being useful, or it may be many points, or it may be on and off, but there is going to be a point where that stops being useful and we just start to... believe that that's all there is. We just start to either, well, not start to, we either start to feel stuck or feel stuck. And I can reflect back on those moments in my life where I'm like, if I feel stuck, usually I need to shift or I need to have a conversation or I need to look at things from a different perspective. Or we just get so caught up in our own belief system that we're not actually able to expand outside of that. So there's two issues from issues from this. One is 
we start to get all of our information and all of our learning from places like Instagram or social media. And I say this as someone who shares a lot of content. I have a podcast even. I share a lot of content. However, it's never intended that that is the only place to get information. And when we do that and we stay in our own little biases, we don't get those things called out and we don't get other perspectives, which also lends to the challenge of cognitive bias. So there is a difference between being able to discern for ourselves and go, this doesn't feel right for me or that doesn't align with me or that information does or does not make sense to me, all of that. And cognitive bias where our brains are basically seeking out proof and situations and scenarios and research and everything cherry picking for proof of what we already believe. And we see this as a huge challenge in virtually any area of life. Um, but socially we see this as a huge challenge because cognitive bias is, is useful in many, many ways, but it's also, you know, potentially society's greatest enemy when, because it's what continues to perpetuate disagreements to say the least it's what continues to perpetuate separation and perpetuate discrimination and and things that are really trying to segregate people and humans because when you're not looking outside of your own echo chamber when and by echo chamber also i mean that when you're only having your own ideas echoed back to you, right? Rather than letting anything new in. So when you're only looking at, when you're not looking outside of your echo chamber, you're only looking inside of your own echo chamber. You are only looking for things that support the ideas that you already have instead of being open to alternative positions, instead of being open to new information. Scientists typically very typically scientists are very good at this because while they may be very honed in on a particular topic or area of study or interest or anything like that, science in itself is always trying to prove itself wrong. And stepping out of our own echo chamber almost treats ourselves as if we are our own scientists of our own lives in a really kind way, hopefully, but where we aren't just sticking to the same opinions and going, well, this is what I already think. So this is what I'm going to seek out, or this is all I'm going to do. And I'm just going to stay in the same echo chamber. We step out of the cognitive bias when we choose to seek out information or pause and read information in your Instagram scroll, for example, where we pause and read information that might not be in agreement with our beliefs and then we get to discern so that's the difference because the difference is that we need to be able to pause and consider in order to discern whereas cognitive bias doesn't leave a lot of room for consideration it's just looking for proof of the story that you're already telling or the information that you're already telling yourself. So you can see how by 
not by not discerning, by not truly allowing altering perspectives in, you run the risk and it is a risk. You run the risk of only having the same information thrown back at you or only having the same awareness circulating, which then can leave you feeling stuck because you haven't left room for anything else. And it's not to say that I am perfect either. I have many moments where I'll quite stubbornly, you know, stamp my foot and choose the hill and even say, this is the hill I'm dying on. But then I laugh at myself about it, usually. Um, Unless it's something that's really important to me. And I think this is where all of this self-awareness comes in and all of this actual growth and learning about ourselves come in. Because the more that we do this, The more that we learn different perspectives, the more that we actually get to really refine our values and really refine what's important to us. And that's what helps us to move, to shift, to get clarity, right? That's what helps us to learn and expand. But there are even scenarios where, you know, you could be stuck and you could just be in a challenging emotional space, let's say, and... Again, I've been there and we're never going to hear what we're not ready to hear as well. But the risk of not reaching out or talking to people, whether they're a professional or a loved one or a trusted friend or someone who can lend an ear, the risk of not being open or willing to hear a different perspective instead of Instead, where you're getting so focused on that triggered me, that really riled me up, that was wrong, means that at some point you start to not be helping yourself. You start to perpetuate the situation and the challenge. It's not to say you cause the challenge, but you can perpetuate your own suffering in that when we don't reach out or we don't look for alternative viewpoints. And this isn't a blamey thing either. This can come laid in with self-criticism and none of this is criticism in itself either, but it is an awareness. And of course there's going to be other elements at play, especially with emotional, mental, or any of those sorts of struggles, you know, there's going to be there could be elements of trauma, there could be elements of, of whatever it is, but to simplify it, at the very least, to simplify it, to make it start, because maybe it's in some other ways, maybe not the big ways, but maybe it's in some other ways. It is really important to look beyond your own echo chamber and... allow the potential for new or even differing or altered opinion information in. This is how I have learnt. This is how I've best learnt in my management and leadership skills and training because whenever we don't come out of the womb completely correct in everything that we're doing, 
So this is how I've learned because I may have some pretty strong opinions about some areas or some things, especially in leadership and communication. And I also get it wrong. I also fuck it up often. So what I learn best is when I pause and read other people's opinions, whether it's an opinion piece, an article, yes, a post, reading it doesn't mean I need to agree with it. But what reading does, what listening to it does, or what being aware of it and hearing it out does, is reminds me that not everyone else is in my own echo chamber. And then I become a better leader, I become a better trainer, I become a better facilitator for it. Because instead of me coming at those conversations in my own life or in my own work from that place of the echo chamber, particularly when it comes to facilitating, I facilitate for a lot of diverse kinds of people who may have one thing in common, whether it's where they work or whether they're in defense or whether they're, you know, any of that, but have a totally different belief of things. It makes me a better facilitator. It makes me a better leader because I'm not just stuck in my echo chamber. I'm not just stuck in the white noise of that. I've allowed for an altered opinion. I've allowed for the awareness and the acknowledgement that some people aren't going to believe in the things that I believe in or see things the way that I see them. But my job isn't to step them into my echo chamber. It's to help open their own minds. So how can I do that if I'm not opening mine? And this leads to my last point in this part of the topic in the echo chamber. There's a lot to say about it, but if you do reach out to a coach, if you do reach out to a professional in some way, I'll speak to coaching because that's my scope. But what a good coach will do is reflect back to you and offer different perspectives. So they'll be able to act as a mirror in a way and, and reflect back to you what you are saying or where you're at or where it sounds like you're at. They'll be able to offer different perspectives or help you see other perspectives while empowering you with your own decision. And what they won't do is enable you to stay small or enable you to stay stuck. They'll operate within scope, of course, so they're not going to pretend to be a psychologist if they're not a trained or licensed psychologist, but they won't hide other perspectives from you if you have come to them for exactly that. Of course, it depends on the program that you sign up for. You could sign up for a program that is very useful in and templated in a way because it's got something to do with productivity and something very specific. I love those kinds of programs for different reasons as well. And they also allow me to see a different perspective. And then I've had coaches and mentors and worked with people where it is that reflection. It is that, hey, I feel stuck. This is where I'm at. I don't know why I feel stuck, but I also am not allowing 
other ideas about how things should be or how they run or how they work or any of that. So a reminder to be aware of that too. A good coach will reflect back to you and offer different perspectives to help you grow, not to be combative, but to help you grow, to help you expand out of that little stuck in the mud that you're in while or without taking your power away from them. And they won't gaslight you. They won't say that you're absolutely wrong for feeling the way that you feel or that you absolutely have to do it their way beyond whatever the agreement is again so if you want to learn in summary if you want to learn if you want to expand you need to step out of your echo chamber you need to step out of your own little world it doesn't mean you have to join other people's worlds it's more about allowing yourself to step out of the same story that you see every day from yourself or that you feel every day from yourself, that you believe every day from yourself and make room just to at least bring the awareness that there are other things going on, that there are other ways that could be done because that is where my biggest growths have happened. That is where my biggest growths have come from is it's a form of self-teaching also, by the way, because it's instead of scrolling through someone's posts that feels challenging to me, maybe it's activating, maybe I don't always agree with it and I discern which one is which as well or with practice, but instead of just scrolling through, for example, and dismissing whatever they have to say, I might read it. I might practice empathy, which is trying to understand someone else's position. Even if I don't agree with it, even if I don't understand it, even if I haven't lived it. So look beyond your echo chamber, maybe set that as a goal for 2023, for next year that you can start now. Look beyond the echo chamber. Let yourself learn something else or something different to your own core beliefs, not to necessarily change your beliefs, but to change your awareness, to change the size of your radar screen and capabilities. And this, this alone will do so much for you in helping you shift out of any areas that you feel stuck or stagnant in or bored with even any of those things so this is part one of three next week is a different topic but we're leading into how to really get ourselves clarity with the clarity series so thank you for listening thank you for joining if you are interested in having a chat having a conversation around the coaching programs that I run to help you get clarity so that you can make an impact and feel unstuck and actually love the life that you live in 90 days. I run a 90 day one-on-one clarity to impact coaching program that 
I am onboarding people for as we speak and I have spaces available, some spaces available. So please reach out. I will include my email address. It's probably the easiest to reach out to in the caption, but it is info at j-l-e-i-g-h.com.au. And we can set up a free strategy call and just have a conversation about where you're at and how I might be able to help. So until next time. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.